1: Talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans, episode 291 of Rams Up. Get through a couple of quick notes before we get to our main content. Now, remember, the Rams had waved Corey Durden, and I suspected that was an indication that Bobby Brown would be returning, and he has. He has been activated, returns to practice. Hopefully he'll be good to go against Seattle and the Rams have actually brought Corey Durden back to the practice squad. So I guess that's just insurance in case Bobby Brown can't go. And good news on the injury front, Sean McVay announcing that Matthew Stafford should be good to go against Seattle, as is Rob Havenstein and Ernest Jones, three key players coming back. That's what a buy will do for you. Couldn't have come at a better time. Well, Actually, could have came a couple weeks ago. That might have been nice. But Rams are getting healthy, and they should be able to put up quite a fight against these Seattle Seahawks. Interesting bit of transaction news as well. You remember Seattle claimed Brett Ripien when the Rams waived him, added him to their practice squad, Well, Seattle cut Caillou Blue Kelly, the cornerback out of Stanford. Kelly was drafted by the Ravens in the fifth round, waived, Seattle picked him up and then waived him. The Rams put in a claim for him. Maybe a little bit of payback going on there, but the Packers also put in a claim for him. Green Bay currently with the higher priority, so Caillou Blue Kelly goes to the Packers. The Rams, by the way, opened up as two and a half point underdogs to the Seahawks. I've seen two and a half, three points, and that seems about spot on. I would call this game a pick'em given the Rams' success against the Seahawks team, the fact that they're getting a week's rest. Now, I don't know how much this Brett Ripian signing by the Seahawks factors in. Probably means the Rams are going to have to tweak things just a little bit as far as their offense goes. So last week, I did a high-level review of the Rams' roster, looking ahead to 2024. Tom, Ian, and Paul did the same thing over their two round tables. This episode, I'm going to start shaping this roster for you, the Rams 2024 roster, what moves they need to make, what positions they will focus on in the NFL draft. And then I'm going to come back tomorrow with another episode, and we're going to nail down this roster. Offense, defense, special teams, after taking into account all these free agent moves, I will propose this episode and those draft picks. Let's first talk about their cap space, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Kenneth Arthur of Turf Show Times using a lot of the numbers he provided here. The Rams are projected to have $56.6 million in cap space, $39.9 million in effective cap space. And Arthur points out there's two moves the Rams could make to free up another $10 million in effective cap space. That would be cutting Joseph noboom with their June 1st designation, and cutting Brian Allen as well. Now, that would create some dead cap money, but still the net savings as far as effective cap space is significant, another $10 million. But I'm going to say they don't make either of those moves. The trouble they have had with this offensive line and with injuries, it's worth keeping these guys. I could be wrong on that, but that's what I'm going to roll with. That's the hypothesis here. Rams keep Joseph Nopoom and Brian Allen. And I'm also going to roll with a draft strategy where the Rams don't try to compile a bunch of picks like they did last year. They may actually trade up and try to maximize the quality of the players they're selecting to try to fill some holes. Right now, the Rams slated to have 10 picks. However, my scenario has them making 7 picks And let's be clear, it's silly to try to project what players specifically the Rams might select. But I'm going to give you a blueprint of the positions the Rams will focus on, especially after they make some free agency moves. And what are those free agency moves? Let's first take a look at what unrestricted free agents the Rams have that they will bring back. Well, they're going to re-sign Akilah Witherspoon and they're going to re-sign Jordan Fuller it's going to eat up a little bit of cat space, but it won't be horrible. These are two guys that have proven to be very valuable, fit this system well. The Rams bring them both back. As far as restricted free agents, we're also going to bring back Jonah Williams and Michael Hoyt. A lot of people saying, Michael Hoyt, are you kidding me? He is a very versatile defensive lineman. And when they reshape this roster, Maybe he's not strictly an outside linebacker. Maybe he gravitates back to the defensive line becomes a rotational defensive end, perhaps. And maybe a little bit of edge as well. But I say we bring back Hoyt. And we also bring back Lyric Jackson and Kevin Dotson. Dotson being the really important one. He is a solid right guard in this scheme. Need to get him signed, especially after giving up a draft pick of sorts to get him on board this year. It'll be easier to bring back a Lyric. He's a restricted free agent. Keep him around for depth. Kevin Dotson, however, is an unrestricted free agent. Now, as far as external free agents, I only looked at unrestricted free agents. And the first thing they're going to do is bring in Cincinnati Bengals cornerback, Chidobe Awuze. So that gives them Awuze and Witherspoon as their starters, they still have Darion Kendrick, perhaps anyways, Kobe Durant, Trey Tomlinson. That's a much improved group, in my opinion. Awuzie will cost about $6 million a year, I think. But their big free agent acquisition is.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal.
1: Free agent acquisition is Brian Burns, the Carolina edge rusher. Now he's going to come at a hefty price, could cost as much as twenty-three million dollars a year. But they need to bring in a sure thing, a guy that can help Byron Young and these other young guys bring pressure. That's the most significant acquisition I'm going to share with you here. I got one more though. How about we bring back Greg the Leg? I mean, we had a nice run with Matt Gay, but since then, wow has not been good. Greg Zerline is an unrestricted free agent. How would he like to come back to Los Angeles to finish out his career? I would greet him with open arms. Greg the leg, a Ram once again. And you know, there's a couple other free agents that I would consider bringing in as well. Three ex-Rams, all available on the open market. Two of them, defensive linemen, Greg Gaines and Sean Robinson. Gaines would probably cost about $3 million a year. A'shawn, about $8 million a year. That would alleviate the need to draft a defensive lineman at all. Kobe Turner, Aaron Donald, I already said Jonah Williams is coming back, Bobby Brown. Not saying they're going to bring these guys back, but I think it's certainly an option. And I said when Greg Gaines signed that one-year deal in Tampa Bay... Maybe Sean McVeigh whispered in his ear, hey, go get your money, but just get one year, please, and we're going to bring you back. Could be the same with Sean. I doubt they can afford both of these guys. One of them, I think they could. And Greg Gaines might make more sense than Aishon. actually. Someone to plug up that middle. That's what they've been missing. And another guy that's available, how would OBJ look in a Rams uniform once again, playing alongside Tutu, Cooper, and Puka? Man, that would be fun. Now, before I get into what the Rams might do in the draft, I'm going to share a pet peeve with you. It's ridiculous for people to try to predict what players a team is going to pick three days before the draft, let alone six months out. It's just preposterous that anybody even tries this. How often are we right? (laughs) Extremely rarely. Even the best experts out there, they might get the first round pick right after that. Forget about it. Okay, with that said, I'm going to share with you my 2024 mock Rams draft, but let me qualify it with this. I'm not trying to predict what players the Rams will pick, but I'm trying to give you a blueprint, the pattern the Rams might follow trying to fill out this roster, position wise. I'm going to give you names, but by the time the draft rolls around, may have changed my mind a hundred times on this, but this is what the Rams might want to do to fill out this roster complete this roster, and elevate it back into contention. And I think the Rams will end up with seven draft picks. They're going to move around a little bit, try to get back up into the fourth round. Remember, they gave up that fourth round pick to the Steelers. And I'm thinking this is what it's going to look like. They very desperately need a starting left tackle. They need a wide receiver to round out this group. Really only four legitimate NFL wide receivers plus Austin Trammell coming back. They need to add a running back. Love Kyron Williams, but he's missed a lot of games over his two-year career. And who do we have after him? Zach Evans, Ronnie Rivers, bring back Royce Freeman, I suppose. We need another running back, not a high pick. Personally, I think we should be drafting a running back every year. We need a defensive lineman, preferably a nose tackle. We need to beef up the cornerback room. We need a quality linebacker to play alongside Ernest Jones, or at least to back him up. We're really thin there. We saw that with Ernest Jones out. Did not look good. And we need to draft a safety. And I think the Rams will draft a safety. And I think the Rams will draft a safety every year in the 6th or 7th round. That seems to be the pattern, and I think that will continue. And I think that's wise. Now, the one position I didn't mention is tight end. I think we're pretty solid there. But there is something that could throw this Rams draft sideways, and that's what if Brock Bowers, the incredible tight end from Georgia, is available when the Rams pick? We don't know when the Rams will be picking. Hey, you know, they could end up picking 32nd if everything goes right. I'm kind of kidding here. But I'm thinking they're going to draft somewhere in between 6 and 15 when all is said and done. If they're drafting 6th or 7th, Bowers could be there. And could Sean McVay resist picking a generational talent at the tight end position? Not necessarily a high priority, especially the way the Rams have used their tight ends recently. But man, not sure if Les and Sean would pass on Brock Bowers. I am not going to be selecting Brock Bowers in my mock draft. But we got to admit, the possibility is out there. And that will change everything significantly if he is. So, my first and only run through this mock draft I have the Rams selecting Joe Alt, the giant left tackle out of Notre Dame. If the Rams can keep Dotson and bring in Joe Alt, this will immediately become a very good offensive line. Something we've been missing. Hey, Illyric Jackson, you've had your moments but we got to improve that position. And I'm waiting for one of the interior offensive linemen to get on Twitter and say, hey, let's draft a left tackle. That's where we need help. I'm referring to Alaric Jackson's series of tweets last offseason, if you recall. The Rams used their second round pick to select cornerback Tarion Arnold out of Georgia. They need help with this group, and I'm not sure Tarion Arnold necessarily fits this system Rams could go with Kool-Aid McKinstry in the first round and address offensive tackle in the second round. But I rolled with this approach, offensive tackle and then cornerback. Again, don't get hung up on the names here. It's just a positional blueprint I'm trying to offer. In the third round, you know, the Rams are a little thin at wide receiver. Let's bring in Malachi Corley out of Western Kentucky. A yards after catch guy, really dynamic he would fit this offense really well i think now i had the rams moving up into the fourth round giving up a few later picks and they couldn't get great gains on board so they draft the defensive lineman out of illinois keith randolph their fifth round pick omar spites the linebacker out of lsu he's quite a specimen he immediately improves that linebacker room and their last two picks, a safety out of Georgia, Tyke Smith. And yes, a running back, Blake Watson, out of Memphis. So they filled those seven positions in need. Started out with 10 picks, traded up to get a fourth round pick. Tomorrow, we'll wrap this up. I'm going to share that 53-man roster after these free agency moves, these draft picks. I think it's a pretty solid roster. that's going to be competing for a playoff spot for sure. We'll have that for you tomorrow. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.